In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Amen. Brothers and sisters, I want to give you a, another perspective of the spiritual life and the journey to the Kingdom of God, uh, maybe one different than what we would normally think. The formation of the spiritual life and its, uh, its effect on the soul and the way in which we become more and more spiritual and closer to God throughout this journey of life. I want to do it by analogy first. When I was in seminary in the year 2013, I think I was about three years into the seminary, a couple years away from ordination, uh, the church sent the seminarians and I to Berkeley to stay at the Dominican Priory there, St. Albert's Priory. And we stayed there for a semester. We took classes, theology classes with them. And we lived with the Dominicans at St. Albert's Priory in Berkeley for almost five months. And it was a great experience. And we learned a lot. And many of the things that I learned from the Dominicans I've even applied to our own monastery here. Met a lot of good guys. The Dominicans are wonderful people. Um, and the classes were great. The uh, building, the monastery there, is just gorgeous. It's very old, uh, very medieval looking, just right, just right up my style, you know. Um, and yep. and uh, Berkeley wasn't all that, but nevertheless, um, it was a very good experience. But one thing that I experienced, which was really interesting, is how out of place I felt. I felt very out of place. And it's not because anything about, anything externally about living there was wrong. The Dominicans were great guys. I learned a lot. The classes were great. Uh, the, the, the church was beautiful. The liturgy was beautiful. The way they, the way they uh, celebrated it. Everything that they did was wonderful. Uh, I even made good friends there. But I felt so out of place because it wasn't my culture. It's not, it wasn't my people. It's not my... Uh, it's not what I grew up with. It's not my environment. It's not my ambience. It's not what I was born into and raised into. It's not my blood. And that's not to say anything against anybody. It's just that I felt out of place because it wasn't my environment. That's an example for the spiritual life that I want to give. And I'll take it from uh, the Gospel reading. In the Gospel reading, Jesus gives us, obviously, this parable about a rich man. He had so much stuff that he didn't have any more room to hold his stuff. So he ruined the storehouses that he had and built bigger ones just to fit all of his stuff. And he's so concerned with his riches, he's so concerned with his uh, material goods, that he doesn't even have anybody to speak with. I mean, and, and Jesus kind of uh, shows this through the parable. The man says, I will say to my soul, soul, you have ample goods laid up for many years. Take your ease. The guy's not speaking to God. He's not speaking to another person. He's only speaking to himself. Now Jesus is telling us something about the spiritual life in this parable. When we're not spiritual, when we're not seeking God, when we're not seeking the good of another, when love is not our aim, we end up just talking to ourselves. When we're concerned mostly, not solely, but mostly with material goods and with riches and the things of this world. 
we end up only speaking to ourselves. Now, what does that have to do with the spiritual life? I think one good way of thinking about the spiritual life is this. It is about creating our environment after the one in which we hope to live after we die. That means, just like I felt out of place in Berkeley, I don't want to feel out of place in heaven. Those that would feel out of place in heaven don't want to be there. I didn't want to live in Berkeley for longer than a couple weeks, to be honest with you. Those that are, have not prepared their souls, have not made themselves, have not sanctified themselves, those that are not on this journey of the spiritual life, those that are not on their way to God or seeking God above all things, will not want to go to heaven because they'll, be, they'll feel out of place. And in fact, this is uh, reflected by some of the saints of the church, among which are like St. Catherine of Siena, basically says exactly this, that those souls that go to hell prefer hell to heaven because it's more comfortable for them in hell than it is in heaven because they're more used to that kind of life. The souls that go to hell are just self-absorbed people, people like the man in the parable who's speaking only to themselves, not concerned with God, not concerned about anybody else. There's no love in their heart except for the love of themselves. That's why they only speak to themselves. That is a hellish life. And that is the life that they prepare for themselves on earth. That's where they'll go because that's where they'd rather go. How can we think about the spiritual life then? Well, it's not about if you're rich, you're going to hell. And if you're uh, poor, you're going to heaven. It's not like that at all. It's about what kind of life have you created for yourself? What kind of environment have you put yourself in? What kind of ambience do you live in? Because the journey from this life to the next life is going to be pretty seamless. We're going to live in the next life much like we live in this life. And if in this life, I, don't, I haven't created the environment for heaven, then I'm not going to feel comfortable enough to go there and I'll probably reject it. How do I create that environment then so that I can, by the grace of God, enter the gates and feel like I'm home? I have to, just like in a culture like ours, just like in our human society here, in order to feel, you know, kind of uh, uh, in place, in order to feel welcomed in a place, in order to feel like we belong somewhere, we have to know the culture, we have to know the society, we have to know the people, we have to know the mannerisms. We have to know the language. We have to know how the people speak. We have to get ourselves and conform ourselves to the culture around us in order to feel like we belong to it. Same with the culture of heaven. In order to enter the kingdom of God, we have to know the people. That's the angels and the saints. God himself, ultimately, of course. We have to know the language. That's the language of love. That's the language of mercy and forgiveness. We have to know the mannerisms. That is charity. Self-sacrificial love in the form of a cross, accepting the suffering that comes with love. We have to know the culture of heaven, and we have to make it our culture. That's the spiritual life. So that when we go and we meet God, we can say, yeah, this seems very familiar. This seems like I belong. This seems like something I'm used to and that the journey from this life to the next life will be seamless. In the gospel reading, Jesus ends this gospel reading. The, the, the parable, the purpose of the parable is to say, don't 
be so worldly and so anxious that you feel like you have to you have to you know accumulate for yourself so much stuff that you're never going to feel like you're in need that's a bad spirituality you want to feel sometimes at least that you're in need you want to feel like you're dependent on god you want that because that is the spiritual life that's how we learn how to depend on god when we actually need him when we don't need god the tendency is that we forget him as well that's why Jesus uh, speaks so heavily against the rich of this world. Because the tendency is that they'll forget God. Jesus rather, though, ends the gospel reading by saying, Where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. If we created a life for ourselves, and an environment for ourselves, such that the material goods of this world, the riches of this world, are the things that we're after the most, then one of two things is gonna happen and it's guaranteed to happen. Either we're going to outlast those things or those things are going to outlast us. But the only guarantee is that we're not gonna to be together with those things forever. That is the only guarantee. Either those things will fail before we die or we will die before they fail. So let us not put our, tre our hearts in the treasures of this world, but rather in the, in the treasures of God and the eternal things because then in our hearts we have clothed ourselves with the clothes that the saints wear in heaven and that when we go we can fit right in. Amen.